Yes, yes, people. Welcome to episode two of Mr. Trick Travels. This one's quite a special one. The last ever swing and bass event uh, club night. Uh, most important to say that that is the case. It's not the end of Swing and Bass, it's the end of the Swing and Bass club nights that we've been putting on. Uh, I say we, but it's a big collective and it's mainly uh, Physical Aspie, aka Max, with the support of Dandelion and Alice, who've put year, seven years of hard work and dedication into these nights. They've put on 42 events throughout those seven years, including four live streams and six takeovers. They started the events in Nottingham, then London, and did some in Bristol. They did six takeovers. They'd done them at Rumpus, London, Boomtown, Wonderland, Shambhala, and who forget the Glastonbury sound clash against Ghetto Funk. So yeah, there's been a lot of events that they've put on and this one is me going around interviewing people, asking them three fairly simple questions and throughout the night I think I'm getting more and more drunk to the point where we had an after party and um, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. There's, It was a very special event for me as well. I saw so many friends from the past seven years of making this sort of music and it was really emotional. I think Max did a, a little speech at the end but I feel like I'm probably going to try and say something that uh, does it justice and expresses how much hard work and dedication this guy's put into it. So I hope this podcast makes sense and um, you get to know some people that are behind the scenes and make these sorts of things happen. And I feel like that's what I want to do with this podcast is capture the essence of these events and speak on behalf of the unsung heroes. Hello, uh, and who are you? Hi, I'm Alice. What am I smoking? And what do you do? And what are you? <laughs> Training to get in there. Yay! And the question I is. Work for the NHS. You do work for the NHS. I work for the NHS. And what um, is the best club night rave festival you've ever been to? Reading, Creamfields. Shout out, Max. I'll do you in a bit. Excuse me, this is my it's moment her. to shine. It's our podcast. Um, the best party I've ever been to is Purple, which is a small club night that me and my friends used to run. Um, and it was all electronic music, all genres, and it was an amazing community space uh, where everyone was welcome. And I loved it. And how do you feel about the last swing of bass? Uh, mixed emotions. I feel really sad. I think it's um, the end of an era for us all, and it's been a massive part of my life. Most of my 20s I spent at swing and bass. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of ready for a new chapter, but sad to say goodbye to this one. Oh, thanks, Alice. You're welcome. Sincerely, I don't know. Maybe it's both. Don't know what we're around. Who are you? Who am I? <laughs> no one interested. <laughs> you are. My name's uh, Max, otherwise known as Fizzy Gillespie. And uh, what do you do, Max? I'm a promoter slash programmer slash DJ. And what is the best club night, party, rave, festival you've ever been to in your life? And why? It's very hard to... <clears throat> it's very hard to say one, one particular event. Um, but one that stands out as particularly inspiring was Purple. Um, because they kind of showed me a lot of what a real community vibe can be uh, in a club setting. Um, but also... I found uh, 
events that Chris Tofu put on his his vibe and everything that kind of he's put together was really influential uh, and culturally significant, and I've taken a lot from that as well. So I hope that answers your question. And uh, how do you feel about the last swing of bass? Fucking about time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Max. I'll uh, speak to you soon. All right. Okay, I am with who? Uh, Dan Smith. And what do you do, Dan? I work in event production. Great. And what's the best club night festival rave you've ever been to? Um, very hard question, but I think probably one of the early ones that inspired me was a thing called Whirly Gig. Um, way back in the day, it's been running for years, and it sort of taught me about lights and decor and other than just the music part of events. And what do you think about the last swing of bass? I am very excited to see all of our friends back in the same room again. It's a bit bittersweet. Um, we've been doing it a long time, but it'll be nice to sort of do a curtain close before, you know, it gets a bit too much for everyone. Great. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Dad Smith, a.k.a. Daddy Lion. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, Michael Bolton. I'm a graphic designer from Cornwall originally, lived in London for a while, now in Swansea working on graphic design posters events in the music industry and what is the best party rave club night festival you've ever been to uh the best time definitely boomtown i think 2013 maybe mr trick <laughs> you can't say, swing you can't, and bass you, know, you, know, you can't self-promote me That's i can't really mate like that that boomtown like in general was amazing but you and your swing and bass was such a good like introduction to just vintage remix in general man like you were pioneering it man for me wow for me and what i knew it sounds like i've faked this interview and you're just saying that but really not not at all man also boomtown in general is incredible i haven't been for a long time i went for a few years haven't been for like eight years next year it's on the list wow yeah it was this year was incredible Um, yeah and so then leads me on to the third question of like, how do you feel about the last swing of bass? Yeah, very sad, man. Like I've been a part of swing and bass for what five years. Uh, so many good times, so many good memories. I know it's, this isn't the last ever swing and bass thing. Yeah. But for it to be the last potential Hootenanny as well, like I love Hootenanny. Mm. For it to be the last mm. swing and bass event, we're gonna go out large. It's yeah. gonna be sad. It's yeah. gonna be emotional, but it's a celebration more than anything. That's it. Big up! Oh yeah. Who are you? I'm Pixie, aka DJ Patch Attack, aka Pixie Patch. Um, and what do you do? I am a DJ performer. I crochet. I'm a seamstress. I do everything to do with events, basically, and anything around events. Sick. And um, what is the best party club night event you've ever been to? It's a hard one because I've been to so many. Um, probably, probably cabaret at the vaults. I'm not gonna lie, in Brighton, I went there. I was feeling absolutely crap, having a terrible mental health day, and I went and played my set. Yeah. And I felt like I could actually function afterwards, and like walked out with a smile on my face. Hey, yeah. who's, play- who's playing? Um, 
I don't know. I, you don't know, I can't you don't remember because I went in and I did my set and then I left oh, I shortly see. after because I was exhausted. But, but even well, like why, the, why was it the best night ever? Because um, I was just I was having the mo- the worst mental health. Oh, I see. And I see. Like, spiraling and it just like kicked me out of yeah. that spiral. Sick. That's <laughs> help with that's that. Really, yeah. I like that. I like that. The answers I've been getting from people have been crazy. <laughs> like in terms of like. I don't know, it just opens up a question like, you know, I, it, the answers are not what I expect, yeah, is I what I'm saying, and that was an answer I didn't think <laughs> I would hear. Um, so you've been coming to Swing and Bass for a while, right? Yeah, probably like six, seven years. It's yeah. one of the first places that I started performing at. Oh, amazing. <laughs> and, then, and then, so what are your thoughts on it being the last one? I'm really upset and I don't believe that it's actually going to be the last one. Yeah. I, I think that's highly suspicious. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's kicking in it a bit for me. Yeah. So I'm seeing so many friends and familiar faces and I'm a bit like, oh, okay, this is actually for real. And then, yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I don't believe it. I, I, I think these guys are going to stop doing it for about two years and go, yeah, yeah these no, yeah. used to do that was yeah. really nice. Should we come back and do yeah. one more? Well, and then it will snowboard. I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> Only time will tell. Yeah. But yeah, big up, Pixie. Thank you. So who are you? DJ Chris Tofu of the Tofu Love Fronts. And what do you do? Uh, DJ. And what is the best party, the or the best festival, or the best club night you've ever been to? And it's probably quite a few, right? It's just... The first one that comes to your heads. It doesn't have to be the right one, oh, but... Electro Swing Club, very nice. Where was that? Book Club. Oh, yes, yeah. Any, which one in particular? Oh, just so I... many, just so many. I think the night that uh, Farapo came, maybe. Okay, yeah. Was that the one where he uh, jumped? No, the one where he... <laughs> there was one guy, do you remember, where he um, didn't ha- lost his card, got his wallet stolen, and walked from Gatwick to Old Street. Yeah. Or he threw to Ga- or to Old Street... And That's we right. and you were I was like, what? That's right, I remember You've that just guy. walked yeah. from Gatwick. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But um so the Electro Swing Club. Yeah. Um Here, No, you get one, Chris. Hmm. One. Okay, and a vent what festival? Festival. No, a festival, right? Which festival? Okay. Oh, wait, you split into three. I see, I well, see. Well, that's what you're doing. Yeah, no, just like one one that uh, stood out. But yeah, you, you can get three. Which festival? One festival. This is probably a whole podcast in itself. I'm totally aware. And you definitely need to get onto it. Uh, but right now. Uh, okay. Okay. Twiper Downs Eco Action Site. Top of Love and Nothing why, can be that gig. Why? Why was it so good? Apart from Ezra Collective last this year in Shangri-La. Why was it so good? It was the beginning of a revolution. That's why. Do, we do, right do, you, mind, do you mind me asking when when that was? That was like 95, 96. Yeah. But they, I'll tell you how long ago it was. If you ever drive down the M3, okay. that didn't exist. So what was there before? Beautiful, beautiful, ancient woodland, thousands of years old, with Roman ruins and Vikings share, incredible massive trees and like a really rare meadow, a lake you could go swimming in, stuff like that. 
thoughts on the last swing and bass night? Brilliant. I'll tell you what, I feel really, really, really emotional here tonight because I think I might have said it when I was DJing. I actually don't really exist as a DJ without all of the fucking people in this room. Because I don't know why, but somehow I know that everyone like you, Wobble, Fatboy Records, Bloody, Camera, everybody is playing my groove. Yeah. I don't know how that came about. But my groove is always vintage music yeah. remix. Yeah. See what I mean? And I feel like I'm in a master class of it right now. It, yeah, there's a lot of VIPs in the building, absolutely. Alright, big up Chris. Yeah, One day we'll have a proper we'll do a proper interview. Yes, who are you? I'm DJ Decibel, also known as Martha Benedict. And um, what do you do? Uh, I'm a DJ, I'm an artist and a writer. Nice. And um, what's the best party you've ever been to? I think the best uh, set or party I've ever been to was the closing set that Mr. Bruce did oh, yeah. on Avant Garden stage last year at Secret Garden Party. Oh, wow. It was, in Christopher's words, biblical. Was that the one that I was on the... Was it on the sun- Sunday? Yeah, it's the Sunday night last set. I was set. on the Saturday. Yeah. What happened? Why was it so good? We broke the decibel meter from the audience, not from him. The main stage's PA had blown out, so we were the main what stage. The hell? It was nuts. Whoa. It was absolutely nuts. Whoa. Like, it was like people were crying. It was like people why were having they? exorcisms. It was madness. Why were they crying? Why? What was? Because what was he, so like, Mr. Bruce, like, obviously I've seen, I've you've seen, seen him on set stage. quite a lot. A lot, but, yeah. Like, it was the first time he'd ever done a song dedicated to Chucks. Yeah, yeah. So I was super yeah, emotional, so, loads of correspondence fans. So so for people who don't know, Chucks was his producer, DJ, who I knew as well. Who ironically that's really cool that you mentioned that because yeah. right now we're talking swing and bass and he was like for me one of the founders of the genre. Exactly. And so exactly. yeah. So he so, dedicated to it. So no, he didn't even dedicate, he wrote a song for Chucks and it was the first time he performed it. Oh wow. And I, I was down by the sound. And, then, and you know his stage um, energy is yeah, off the yeah. fucking chart. Correspondence, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like him on his own, it was Mr. like Bruce. his yeah. first season of festivals and gigs as himself, as his own project. Yeah. Okay. And it was like off the rail. It was absolutely off the rail. It was nuts. Um, so yeah, that's the best thing I've seen in the past amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how, and how many Swing and Bass nights have you been to? And what's your thoughts about the, I mean, this being I, the last one? It's crazy because I saw Max do his first ever DJ set at Camp Festival in Caravanserai. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was about 16, he would have been about 22. Wow. And that's how we met. Oh, that's Because cool. Chris gave him a chance. Yeah. And it was like, a, oh, well, we need to fill some time. And I was, this is before I got DJ. Yeah. And so it really inspired me to kind of go, okay, I can just walk up with a fucking bang out set. Yeah. I go, look, if you need to fill time, give it to me sort of thing. So it gave me that kind of confidence but also it's really nice to see it come full circle it's grown like the Brixton scene so much so many people are here that's it it's, it's great wicked man yeah thank you that's yeah right. big up um, Decibel thank you yeah so who are you my name is Dave Seely I go by the DJ alias of DJ call me Dave and what's the best party or festival you've ever been to the best party festival I ever went to was Shindig 2018. 
It was insane. My first ever big festival. Had an amazing time. Saw Feature Cast. It was his last ever set. X-ray Ted, too many T's. It was Wait, hold off on. the hook. Are you saw feet you saw Lee Features Cars last yeah, yeah, ever yeah, set? Yeah, 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 it's insane. He was doing a bomb strikes takeover in the uh oh, GoFund tent. I didn't know he stopped. Yeah, yeah, he stopped entirely. Well, no he, so he's doing like film music. Yeah, film music, advert advertising music, music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good production stuff still. And and what? So is Shindig as a whole was the best thing or was it just that, that shindig in particular was the best thing. It was my first ever big festival. Yeah. I was with my brother, a good friend. We were staying with other friends. It was just off the chain. It was so good. And um, what is your thoughts on the last ever Swinger Bass? I think it's ending on a high, which is the right way to end. If it ended on a fizzle, that would be a shame. It's been a big part of my music career. And Max, you, the rest of the team, Dandelion, have done an amazing thing with it. And... I, I'm sad it's ending, but at the same time, it's nice to see it ending in such a huge way as this tonight. Yeah. yeah. Wicked. <laughs> Call me Dave, yeah. Call me Dave. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Check me out Instagram, <laughs> SoundCloud. Instagram, all that thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, who are you? I'm Charlotte. And uh, what do you do, Charlotte? I'm a makeup artist. And. What's the best party you've ever been to? Ever? ever. Festival, club night. Oh. oh. Okay, I think it was the swing and bass versus. Oh, you don't know, you don't have to promote No, 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 I know. I know I don't. But it was the best night. Not last year, I think it was 2016, you threw all the fucking mud with swing and bass versus. Uh, uh, what the oh oh the Glastonbury clash? Yeah, ghetto funk. Yeah, ghetto oh, funk. Sorry, Jesus. ghetto funk. That was wow. the I was right at the front. That is emotional. It Do was. You know what it is me and Dan weren't even there. Oh well, I was. I know. I was front row. Oh, look at so the Maxwell. There's so much coming up. There's so much story about that. It was the best. There's it was so unreal. It, I was so upset that wasn't there. I have a secondary one, John. Okay, it? okay, yeah, go for it. It's when uh, the Rump Steppers did yeah. the versus Chicken yeah. Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At like five in the morning. Where, where, where? <laughs> at the, the True Stage in, yeah. in Glastonbury. Yeah, oh, yeah. big up them this, guys. This, this Dance, this dance couple yeah. came on stage and started doing like salsa dancing. Yeah. And the Chicken Brothers thought it was the Rump Steppers boys, and the Rump Sisters boys thought it was the Chicken Brothers. And they just let this couple do like salsa all the way through their set until after they got off the stage, they were like, what the fuck was that? No one knew, no one knows how they got up there. So was it like salsa to break? Yeah, like 100% kind of like salsa, like this couple in a dress. We're not even talking like, like festival vibe attire yeah like we're talking so it was on the true stage on, the it was on stage. in front of them both in and both of, of them like, thought that it was them oh like their thing yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow yeah, I, I that i mean that that doesn't shock me actually something of true stage because it's a bit anything goes type vibes. Wavy. yeah yeah sick <laughs> that's cool uh and then uh what do you think about the end of swing and bass club nights Open bracket, uh, close bracket. I actually feel quite um, nostalgic about it. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Yeah, like I have been. Uh, I knew. I knew about swing and bass before I knew Max as my friend. Okay. I used to come to the swing and bass nights before Max yeah. was my mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is wild to me because I'm now friends with all of the guys. That yeah, man, we're a friendly bunch. We are. You are a friendly bunch. Um, I think that it is. 
I don't, I don't want to say sad. I just like the, it's iconic. It's the end of an era. People that run it, you guys know when it needs to be done. And there's, there's a reason why there's so many people here to ha like have it up. Yeah, it's actually even. It's run its course. It's he. Oh yeah, it's run its course and it's it's pretty even. Um, yeah. Thank you very much for your time. Charlotte. You're very welcome. This has been Mr. Trick, and I'm gonna do a few more Peace. before we go on. Who are you? I'm, I'm Jonah, I'm versatile. Uh, I DJ, I produce music, I stage manage, I do arts liaison, I do it all, I do gardening too on the side. Big up the gardening crew. And uh, what's the best party, rave, festival, club night you've ever been to? I mean, it's got to be swing and bass, right? See, a lot of people are saying that and I'm not trying to but purposely uh, front our thing. Just I would say, say okay, it, outside, you know, outside yeah, of an yeah, actual... No, yeah, whatever it yeah. is. Yeah, so the, one of the best parties I've been to, certainly the one that stands out, house party in Brighton, uh, band playing in the front room, it's about 60-odd people jumping around on the sofas, uh, there's me, two other guys DJing, there's a bottle of vodka being passed around between the band and the DJs. A whole house takeover, proper house party vibes. Something out of a film, like, yeah, yeah. that was it. Big up Saul, big up Tent of Saul. So why, why do you think that was the best party? It wasn't even, it was just the vibe. It was the atmosphere, and it was the, the off-the-cuff, like, vibe. Like, everyone was just in the fucking moment. No one had their fucking phone out. No yeah, one was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, one was filming yeah. anything. Everyone was just... In it. So how long ago was this? This was like seven years ago, maybe. Seven years, uh, yeah, five years I've been to better raves, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to better festivals, but this is a party. You're saying best party. Yeah. Yeah, house party, Brighton. My mate Saul just got me down. And how many people? Probably about 80, 80 or 100 people in a house. 80 to 100 house people. House parties are always the one. There's something about house parties where I did loads of house parties in Leeds. I remember them. I was DJing every Friday, Saturday night clubs but the house parties afterwards were sick yeah like and it was so close, small intimate like close like you just were there with that human yeah and if it was shit you would know instantly if it was good absolutely you would also know instantly so yeah and then what do you think about uh the last swing of bass happening tonight club night I think it's I mean it's great. I think it's 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 feels like it's been an opportunity for people just to come together. Like there's like there's everyone everyone here from my own personal friends from South London, my housemates I live with, the artists I work alongside, the venue like Hoot and Annie where I work a lot, all the people that are here, random people that have come all the way from like Bristol or like Portsmouth, like Manchester, people have travelled far for this. Yep. And I think it shows it really shows that this means a lot to a lot of people and they might not all be in one place but they care a fucking lot and yeah. that shows yeah. it shows yeah. in the interactions you have with people it shows when you're in the dance with someone it shows when someone turns up to your gig and all you all, all they did was all you did was put out a poster on on facebook 10 minutes before the gig and they show up and you met them six years ago but they still came out to your gig they were like i know you're gonna be playing that swing and bass and that go funk and that funky breaks that remix shit People love it. People are in it. They're fucking in it to win it. And that's what's important. People give a fuck and they care. And it's authentic and it shows. Tony, you absolutely smashed it. Thank you, mate. You've smashed it as Yo, well. That is mad. All right, big up. Yes, big up everybody who travels. Like, when I do shows, when people tra tell me they've traveled, it is incredible. I did a gig, for instance, recently in uh, 
Western Arboretum uh, and somebody traveled from Norwich. I did a gig in like, you know, it, it, yeah, people travel, like people come up to you. Yeah, I've come from London. Like, New, New Zealand, New Zealand, that woman for your gig, New Zealand. She came over from... Like, Ca uh, Ca Canada. Somebody yeah. came from Canada to my set of Boomtown. And I was like, yo, who else have you come to see? And he was like, just you. I was like, are you serious? That's mad. And that is insane. And that is, yeah, like you say, the level and dedication to this music. Yeah. So, yeah. If, if, it, if it touches people, it really does. And they feel it. And they yeah. love it. And it shows. Sick. Jonah, big up, bro. Okay, so this is a hot exclusive. Guy just come up to me and said, I want to tell you how I discovered Mr. Trick. So, uh, yeah, what's your name first? So, my name's Louis. Louis. I, I, I turned up at Shambhala a day before all my friends did because I wanted to see Electric String Circus. Because I was like, oh, they're going to be Yeah, 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 big up Electric String Circus. And then I, I maybe drank too much cider and had too much MDMA and I turned up an hour early because I got confused. Yeah, timings get and confusing. I fucking, I was so enthusiastic, that happened. I discovered Mr. Trick Live. Oh yeah. And they fucking banged the shit out of it. And I couldn't, I couldn't even enjoy Electric Swing Circus after that. Like, I know they were amazing, but they were just not, oh, they just, Mr. Trick blew my mind. And then at the end of it, they just said... Your YouTube channel's going to get a lot of fucking... Uh, you're not going to make it. Oh, I'm Thank you, man. That is oh, well. it. Like, no, so, big up. So ever since then, you basically changed my life, Rich. Oh, this is thank you, man. I basically... I came to your gig. I lived in Brighton. By accident. By accident. I came to your opening. Yeah, I came to your yeah, gig yeah, by yeah, accident. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I came to your album launching set in Bristol. Oh, shit. I got a yes. job at Wake of the Tiger. I fucking oh, nice. moved to Bristol like four months later. I was Sick. just like filled with this like weird, like energized joy for yeah. life. Yeah. And I yeah, big up Bristol. Oh, fuck yeah, Bristol. Yeah, Bristol. I, mean, uh, I yeah, that's where I moved. I spent a lot of time in Bristol. Yeah. Been record shops. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. 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 Here I am, two years later, fucking smashing shit out. Two of it. years, two, I mean, two years. The shit oh, out of it. You're always two years old, Mr. Trickline. No, no, no. Yes. Oh, so Sambino. Oh, sick. You at Sambino. That that was super special. That was honestly, I was stressing. Yeah, I was stressing. I thought you were talking about the swing imaging stuff. But the no, the, the Sambino. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Big up, Brett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. Big you, up. You changed my life, Rich. I love hey, you. Hey, hey. Uh, I even invented a pet name for you. What? I now call you Dick Trick. <laughs> this guy. You're <laughs> fucking Brett and stuff, man. Yes, man. Yes. Oh. All right. So, who are you? My name is uh, Richard Cat in the Hat. And uh, what do you do? Who are you? I am. I'm the runner. I'm the owner of Ragtime Records, along with Tommy SC yeah, yeah. and Duke Skellington. I also uh, I write a load of music. that's like bass-heavy electro swing music, um, and I got a few other releases as well. And what's the best party club night rave festival you've ever been to? The night that ch potentially changed your life for music. Oh shit, man. Um, the night that probably changed everything was a night in Worthing on the south coast. No one knows Worthing. Maybe you know Worthing, actually. Yeah, it's a small town. But it used to be good for raves in the 90s. Uh, 
and it was like so back in the day there used to be like a mix of drum and bass old school rave happy hardcore and garage and then there was a period of dark time where you'd only have one genre right yeah back in them days it was a mashup of all the genres and people there just have fun mate yeah and that's what it was about it was the old school rave mentality yeah good vibes all sorts of music and it didn't really matter what was being played as long as it was good music people were having a good time man that was what it was about that's it i i'm loving it asking these questions to so many different people because the answers are so different and it for me it tells a lot about that person it tells and you about their age as well man for <laughs> yeah, sure yeah, no, like, this, is, this is the late this is the late 90s i times no, changed they got it got yeah. like very uh very strict one genre in the noughties and then yeah, and then yeah. more recently since itunes and the shuffle mode yeah it's been more mashed up again yeah you know yeah, and that's yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, the yeah. thing that i've really loved is is it's been more mashup, and and that's what yes, I've always I've yes. always loved that. I think we've advocated that for fucking days, like the whole swing of bass thing. You know, people like Wobble, uh, Father Funk, you. You know, like Tofu's been rinsing it. Like we've all been pushing the swing, like the the mashup culture, not the swing of bass, but the mashup it culture. It has to be, man. You know, I like, mean, electro swing itself was based on a a whole bunch of different genres. It wasn't its own genre in its own right. Yeah. Right. It was house music. It was hip hop music to start off with. It was both of them too. Yeah. And then it was bass music. Yeah. And then it was everything. Yeah. It didn't really fucking matter. As long yeah. as it sampled old vintage music, yeah. it was electro swing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, that's how it was. To so swing and bass, as long as it's bass music and it's on that vibe, man. Yeah. Good vibes. And, and, that, and that's the thing. We have Badger today. And I think he's doing really well because he's just bootlegging the fuck out of everything. Everything, man. And it man. doesn't fucking matter. Uh, even the 90s stuff. Yeah. Even some of the stuff he yeah. wasn't even bootlegging, he was just yeah. playing some straight up 90s stuff. Yeah. But he then mixed it straight up into some heavy fucking party music. Yeah. The guy, the pure party, pure yeah. party. Yeah, 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 yeah. We love party. And that's Party, it. that's the end of the day. Yeah. That's all we want to hear. And what, what did you, uh, what's your thoughts about the last Swinger Bass Club night tonight? Hey, maybe the last night it's, it's not the end of it's not the end of Swing of Ace, is it? Yeah. Let's be honest, right? Yeah, no, yeah, it's, definitely. I, I have to say it's pretty sad because I was here I was here not from the very start, but almost the very start. Yeah. I think the I think the third swing of bass in Nottingham I was there. Oh that, shit, yeah. That's Nottingham. way back. That's way back. way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long yeah, time, yeah, yeah. seven years ago, something like that. Yes. Mate, so many good times here. That's it. I can't I can't say goodbye to it forever. Yeah. Not yet. Don't let yeah. me go. Yeah. No, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cat in the hat. Big up, bro. Who are you? Who am I? My name is Kathika. Oh, Hello. Wait, wait. What do you do? <laughs> what do I do? Yeah. Well, my name is Kathika. I am a vocalist uh, with Slambury, and I've just played an incredible set with the mighty evil twin, with the legends that are Madame Electrophy and Mini the Minx and Boy, oh boy, it was one of my favourite DJ sets I've ever done in my life. Oh my wow, God. ever? It was so much fun, honey. Yeah. So much fun. It was heaving. The crowd. It was absolutely heaving. The crowd has been ridiculous. Like That collab's like quite new? Or no, how like many we, shows we've just, you done? So, I, so I've known the girls for a very long yeah, time. Yeah, of course. And I played with them separately and, and I've played with them together and... Um, and this was the first time we played together in a few years, so it, it was just popping. It was yeah, it needed to happen. Yeah, 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 it was nice. a very needed set from us all. That's yeah. Uh, what's the best party club night festival 
thing you've ever done, uh, been to. Kind of like, so I've been asking lots of people this, and it's quite, I think it's, that's quite a difficult question, but what yeah. I'm saying is, so what's the night that really changed your life for music in the sense of going, okay. right, I, I do, I want to do this. So you know? basically, so years ago, so I started off doing stuff by, there was a club night in Manchester called Monster Monster. Yeah. And I started off doing, doing that, and it was like breaks, and we'd have bands on, and this was like, I started in like 2005 doing it. Yeah. And um, we'd, it was, we'd have, every month was a different theme. Yeah. Every month. So I'd have to make costumes and decor and I'd dance and I'd host and I'd do all of this stuff. And um, it was a little treat to have like a big artist on. You know, it was very like, we'd have like local bands yeah, and local yeah, yeah. DJs. The budget wasn't massive. No, but so we yeah. had such an amazing yeah. following. Yeah. And it was, and it's, it's in its 20th year this year, but that was, that was like- Still the, going. Still going, very sporadically, but it's still going. Monster in, like, Monster. In Monster Manchester. Manchester. Um, well, it's up in Cumbria now. So we brought okay. it back up to my, my hometown. And, oh. um, and, and, and then, um, yeah, <laughs> sorry. And it's going well, and, it, and it, so, um, so, so that that's, was that's the best start, night you've ever been to. That, that, Why was that, it so that, good? That just that developed me as the woman that I'm am now. Yeah. Wh why? Why? What was it about it that was so special? Just being. It was the first time I was ever on stage singing in front of people. So how old are you? I was like 22, something so like that. So you only picked up the mic when you were 22. Yeah, I was very shy. And I, I, was, I know. picked up the mic at 22. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm 40 now. Um, you know, I've had a good innings. And my, and, yeah, <laughs> and then and what was it about it? Was it just the just the, the camaraderie? Do you know what? I felt the same feeling with swing and bass, uh, like the the decor yeah, yeah, and yeah. and everyone gets the involved yeah. and the and the, it's not like another club night sure. and and it's the same feeling with swing and bass. Yeah, like that it's the, the effort that is put into it and it's appreciated. It's thrown back tenfold. And yeah, you can see yeah, that from yeah, the crowd yeah, that was in yeah, there tonight. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it feels like that, like a, a family, and it's it's just, yeah, it's, beautiful. it's a beautiful thing. And, and, what, a, and, and, and how do you feel about it not carrying on it's, as a club night? It, it's very sad, but I, I feel that new doors are gonna open and new things and, and stuff, because it, you know, it's not the end of... Yeah, it's not the end of the music. You but can see from yeah. like the sellout crowd and everyone going bonkers, yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, different paths and things change and evolve That's and it. you know evolve into something else beautiful yeah. so it you know out of some kind of phoenix shit i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah big up cafe nice one Arigato. hey <laughs> who are you oh hello um i'm ed and uh what do you do ed uh well i, I dj and make music occasionally under the name skank spinacha spank spinacha spanky is that you that's you, me yeah in the building spank spinacha hey i have been playing your tunes for ages you got yeah. some bangers yeah yeah and um what is the best party rave club night that has uh either just been a great night or changed your life a club night or like a, Anything, a party? Just I mean, big, big things that make you go, whoa, I want to do this. Shindig was the big like rearranger that made me chase music, I guess. So Sick. that was like made me uh, follow a dream doing that. But I mean, fuck it. Uh, yeah, I mean. So why, why Shindig? Why, why Shindig? Just because I remember like, like finding the scene, just like stumbling across like some YouTube video which is playing feature cast mixtapes. Wow, like, that's the second person to mention uh, feature cast tonight. Like, a what? guy that doesn't even make music anymore. Yeah. He's finished he finished what like 
10 years ago, but he's had a massive impact well, on yeah, people. A couple years ago now, I think. He's moved into yeah. a, like game industry. Yeah, yeah, adverts and all that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so he just yeah, discovered what... I remember listening to this mixtape and being like, what the fuck is this? How are they what, How are they DJing like this? And then realised it was just these fucking amazing edits. Yeah. And remixes. It was so new to me at the time. And yeah, and uh, then found out about Shindig Festival and didn't realise it was like the heart of the scene in the UK really mm. so I think I went to the second one the first one was like invite only I went to the first one which was 2015 and I've been every year since but I remember just seeing Sling for Peachcast been like what? Yeah sick. So yeah and just following on with that and just got more and more into DJing and then this lovely hairy man called Max messaged me <laughs> on Facebook you and uh hello my hello. name's Max and will you want to come to my party yeah <laughs> and I think there was one one I did a couple of gigs with, with uh swing and bass but the one I remember was uh, Islington Steelworks I think it's called uh-huh. it's in London somewhere but it was like a, a massive multi-story venue but I've Played a show that's so Sick. good. That was the single best party I've had. So you've been coming swing, club night. swing and bass for a long time. Yeah, like I, I can't remember so where, where it words. started. Was it Nottingham and Norwich originally? I yeah, it, was, it started in Norwich seven Norwich, years ago. Norwich, yeah. When, but yeah, when Max moved to London and started doing it down here after uni. Uh, and what's your thoughts on it ending? I mean, yeah, it's pretty heavy blow because it's been such a like bit of an institution. I guess it's always been here. Uh, so it was a bit of a surprise, but it's very sad. I, I, I hear Max has got a lot of great things on the horizon. And yeah. I, I think the, the I think there's a lot still left to give, but I think swing and bass has yeah, has had a great run and it's changed good. So uh, I wish wish swing and bass all the best, but yeah, it's been great. Big up Okay, so over to you, Calico. Hello. Welcome to Mr. Trick's podcast. And my guest tonight is Mr. Trick. Now, Mr. Trick. Yes. Tell me, well, not your name because I know that, but tell me what you do and how long you've been at this game. I'm Mr. Trick. I'm a producer. Everybody, I hope people listening to the podcast know who I am. And uh, <laughs> yeah, producer of all things um, swing and bass, mashup, multi genre sort of stuff. And I have a live band called Mr. Trick Collective. And that's me. And don't forget the festivals. You used to put on a wonderful festival as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. Big up so under the hill. Tell me what swing and bass means to you. Oh, my God. You're making me emotional. Tonight of all nights. Um, swing and bass is everything. <laughs> like, it, um, it is everything to me. And it's a bit weird to say that because I've seen so many people tonight. There's been like four people that have triggered me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Mad- first was Madame Alechfi first woman that I ever saw play swing and bass and ironically it was at Brixton Jam which yeah. is around the corner from here yeah I love and Brixton Jam and then just seeing various other people people that I've like played to at weddings that have come people mm-hmm. that I've met at club nights or, or festivals years ago and they've told me great stories about this music and yeah. this culture and sudden, and I'm just a bit like ah emotional it's a bit it's, a bit, really it's a slightly overwhelming but also beautiful at the but same you time. Have, like the label and everything with it. Yeah. Which is, so yeah. so I'm now running the label. The label's still running. Have label's you got some wonderful great. releases in the pipeline ready to go? No, no, absolutely not. Um, Maybe you could. It's it's kind. It's a weird one. It's kind of like I think the whole label and the music side of thing is another conversation. Yeah. But like, 
the label itself is doing fantastic. I mean, that's not true. Me and Max have got... Uh, sorry, I said it. No, there's nothing. No, there's loads. Uh, me and Max have got, like, Disco Rollers Volume 2, which is yeah. exciting. Um, and there's various little bits and pieces. But generally... Um, I'm focusing on my stuff as Mr. Mate, Chip, not, not swing and bass. First so, hand, yeah. know that it's amazing. I know, I know. Do what you do. Um, do what you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, your impressions on tonight and the crowd and it, have, have you 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 played? Did you play yet? I'm, oh, no, I'm playing at the end. Yeah. This, well, that crowd's gonna blow your goddamn mind because oh, god, bigger than that. Oh my gosh, what a crowd! Yeah. You're in for an absolute treat. Yeah. <laughs> I just looked at him and went, I want to crowd surf that, but definitely, oh, yeah. definitely not at the same time. Yeah, I've absolutely. done two crowd surfs in my life well, so far. Now, I think, is the time. Uh, if there was any time. No, the thing is, the thing <laughs> is, the thing is uh, <laughs> I don't want to do it and be dropped, so I don't want to be able to be oh, too... Oh, my God. That, 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 that crowd are ready to go. They're, they're unbelievable. It's one of the best crowds yeah. ever. It's, okay. it's absolute fire in there. I don't um, know. So I don't, I, I, on yeah. behalf of my myself and everyone else who's played swing and bass and done stuff for, you know, played constantly. Thank you so much for for all of this. So I mean, it's Max, really. You yeah. want to be thanking and Dan and I mean, I'm like a I'm like a little nugget on the side going, yeah, that sounds don't good. Yeah, let's do that. Yourself, okay. <laughs> you can be that little nugget. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, me and Max are good friends. Yeah. So we chat a lot. What a wonderful egg. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, here you are. Here's your, here's your host uh, yes. signing out. And myself as Kathy Cuz. <laughs> yeah. Thank, hey, you big so up, hey. Thank you so much for being on your own podcast. Yeah, thanks to me. <laughs> the set at the end. There you go. Who are you? Hello. I'm Ksenia. Hello. And uh, what do you do? So I'm an interior designer at the moment, but I'm actually training to be a helicopter pilot. What? what? Yeah, I'm at the last stages. Wow. Uh, yeah, so I've, I'm a commercial helicopter pilot now, but I'm also training to be an instructor, like a driving instructor, but for helicopters. That is a, new, a first. Okay, cool. Um, helicopter pilot. Um, so here we are, Hootin' Nannies, after party, swing and bass. Um, question is, what is the best party, club night, rave, festival you've ever been to? I think that's a really difficult question because I've been to so many amazing events. But I think the, the events that really stand out to me, they don't really stand out to me just because they're amazing events, but they also stand out to me because it was a particular time yeah, yeah, in yeah, my yeah, life yeah. that it played a significant role. I think the first Glastonbury I've ever been to. What year was that? That was 2013. Okay. I'm old. <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah, 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 whatever. I, I, I don't care. Who cares? And I think it's because it was, one, it was the very first festival that I yeah. ever attended to. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's very much in the British culture of like going to festivals. And I think Russians, we don't really go to like, Camping festivals, we, see, we go yeah, to like yeah, day yeah, festivals, festivals. Yeah, so like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we call them open raves or like we're copying open airs, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's normally just a party that takes place in the outdoors, yeah. Um, but we don't really go camping, we don't really stay overnight yeah, in a field. I, I have people that come to a festival in, in from Spain, yeah, and uh, no, Argentina actually, and yeah. they were they come to their first class with me this year, and my guitarist in my band, who's Argentina, he was like. Was so stressed because they were like really? they don't do this 
They don't do this. They don't, they don't, do they don't, they don't sleep in a tent they don't do in this. a field just yeah. so they can get up yeah. and repeat yeah. the party yeah. Yeah. again. Yeah. Eat, sleep, rave, repeat. Yeah, no. they don't do it. That's very British. Yeah, it is. When it's when you go out, it's out. <laughs> yeah, get your shit, get ready. Yeah, can I come back? No. Get your bag, put all no. the alcohol in your bag, yep. get all your foods, little yeah. snacks and everything else. Carry it and carry for it. miles from the gates yeah. to yeah. where you're actually yeah. Camping that is so yeah, that is exclusively a British culture thing. It's like you've got to suffer, you've got to suffer as much as yeah, possible before yeah, you can have yeah, your fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I have maximum respect for people that are partying at Glastonbury at six in the morning, mm. and if you if they are the ones that have done it properly, they're there just like we've been up for <laughs> yeah. for for fourteen hours and we've done a marathon. <laughs> People don't really like go to sleep, really. Yeah, it is bad. But I, I don't know why we do that. I don't know. I, th- I do know. I've got my little reasons. I think there's many well, reasons. Go on, go on. I'm, I'm interested. What's your reasons? I'm going to be the I th- podcaster I think, now. I, well, I, I, th- I think alcohol in this country is because when the water was um, toxic, yeah. uh, we gave people beer, where in China, they just boiled it. <laughs> we didn't boil it. If we boiled it... It, we would have probably not been an alcoholic nation. It's very, it's but a very good Lithuania point are the most alcoholic country in the world right now. We're really? number no, we're number oh, nine. Interesting. We're now cheersing, uh, Mr. Fizzy Gillespie. Uh, he's on his pint of rum and coke, well deserved. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's so interesting because you know where Dutch courage comes from. The phrase Dutch courage. Yeah, yeah well, so a given. No? No, the Dutch didn't boil the water either. So, what, so to, they. Drunk, to do the long, yeah. like, sea voyages, mm. the Dutch actually started adding ethanol, like spirits, to their barrels of water. So their water was diluted with alcohol. Yeah. So they were continuously throughout their sea journey yeah. always tipsy yeah 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 yeah. so the Dutch, so courage, Dutch courage yeah so it's just made the sailors more fierce they made them sail through the harsher storms with a lot more like so the, finesse and with a lot more okay. balls basically so oh that, my, yeah. that's where the phrase Dutch, Dutch courage, courage comes from so nice just always drunk always, yeah I mean I think <laughs> always his, slightly yeah, drunk historically we've all been a bit like lots of nations have been quite pissed um, and it's been a norm so but yeah obviously the Dutch are well on it you know I mean conversation of alcohol and different countries is fascinating I mean I went to Russia yeah uh, well I went to the Baltic Islands long story I sat down and had a I was like oh I'm going to traditional breakfast Hungover as fuck, and they're like, Yeah, there's a shot of vodka. I was like, Yo, I am not drinking oh, that. Wow. And they're like, Yeah, but you know, I was I was trying to be, you know, get into culturally, the culture, yeah, yeah culturally appropriate. And I was like, I ain't drinking vodka, it's fucking 10 in the morning, shut up. But you know, I think it is an interesting subject with alcohol and uh, Dutch courage. Yeah, we learned yeah. something. And so, are you right? Part I'm Russian. Rus- you're Russian. No, no, I'm fully Russian. Fully Russian. I'm fully Russian. I came to this country when I was 11, hence the okay. accent. Yeah, there's not quite an accent, but it's a little, like there's, tiny bit. Yeah, so I think some, I think most British people take about a minute or two before they ask me, where's your accent from? Okay. Whereas Americans, Canadians, Australians, 
especially if they've never lived in the UK. They yeah. just listen to me and they listen to my accent. Like, you're, you're British. You're definitely oh, British. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. But British people normally take about a minute before they go, okay, there's something odd yeah. about your accent. Yeah. I don't care, generally. Um, I would just crack on with somebody until they mention it. Like, I, I know loads of <laughs> I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Mm. Like... Uh, but yeah, I would had no idea until you mentioned it. But yeah, so you you're in helicopters from Russia, and your your favorite rave party was Glass. My fa- Glass my first Rick. ever first Glass 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 2013. Yes. And who's headlining? Do you remember? I do remember. It was the Rolling Stones. Oh, oh, I was there. You were there. Yeah. So Rolling Stones played. <laughs> And uh, we were in the main, st- in the in the pyramid stage, right in the middle. Yeah. And the guy was guitar soloing. Yes. And it went on for 12 minutes. Yes. And we were all a bit like, nah, this is a bit shit. And we congered out of the stage. Wow. Through the crowd, went round to the other stage, and it was Chase the Status. It's fucking amazing. I remember that, and it was take me away. And I was just looked to the other stage and was like, this is what I need right now. I, I'm happy I saw Amazing. the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Mick Jagger, you know, the drummer, he's playing at the back like, I've been here for 50 years. I'm yep. playing the same fucking songs. Yep. And so, um, yeah, I've, I've got a lot of love for Glastonbury. So, what... Uh, I honestly think that the Rolling Stones, sorry to interrupt yeah, them, sure. sorry to shit on your parade, because that's an amazing story. But the Rolling Stones were not my highlights of Glastonbury No, no, they weren't mine either, but that's why okay, I, I was okay. saying, like, who was the headline to represent it was, it your was, festival? It, yeah, the, the headliner that I saw was definitely the Rolling Stones. It was the big main headliner. But to be perfectly honest, I found it so interesting that, you know, it's an iconic band that everybody grew up listening yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're there in front of you, but they're so fucking grumpy. Yeah. They're like grumpy old men. Yeah, you yeah, feel yeah, yeah, the grumpiness. It's like yeah, your grandpa yeah, yeah, getting on stage yeah, yeah. and going like, "Oh, I hate this fucking British weather. Yeah, they right, don't pay yeah. me enough to be yeah, here." Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, there's you're literally forty thousand people here to hear you right now." It's probably because they're not. They're getting paid a third of what they usually get paid. Honestly, the crowd was so thick from people wanting to see the Rolling Stones that it was about an hour to an hour and a half just to get out of the crowds yeah, to yeah, use yeah, the yeah. loo. Yeah, well, and people 20 gave minutes of you conga. Oh my God, no. That <laughs> 20 minutes if you were like on the outskirts of the crowd. No, we went straight out the middle. Probably 20 minutes. But you have to be quite aggressive and piss a, piss a lot of people No, I, I'm way too polite. It took me 45 minutes to get out of the crowd and yeah. I was not no, in no, the thick no, of no, it. No, no. Yeah. I'm way too polite. So, but so it, was, it was a nightmare because... In a crowd that thick, people just gave up going to the loo to like exit the crowd to go to the loo. Yeah, so yeah, people yeah. just like peed where they stood. Mm. It's like that's how badly people wanted to see the Rolling Stones. So have you been to many swing bases before? This is my first one. So first one, last one. That was one. my first one. So the next question is a bit pointless because it's like, what do you think of the last swing base? But I guess you'd be the first person to ask, what did you think of the night being a first time at swing base? I really loved it. I also really loved it because, again, as a point in my life, I've just worked three weeks straight without a weekend. So I had a lot of energy to go out and, like, spend it on an evening out. That's it. I think that's important. 
to represent all the people that fucking work hard and we represent the people the people the, the the release you know the yeah release. i honestly think it's like it's most of london you don't even have to work for three weeks straight this is unusual for me to work for three weeks straight with no evenings no free evenings and no free weekends up in the sky in a helicopter uh this week it was interior designing what Okay. This, this week, was, yeah, long story. It was, long, it was yeah, interior that, designing. Yeah, that's curveballed it completely. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, thank you so much. Uh, thank it's been you. lovely to meet you. And um, remind, remind the people what your name was again. I'm Ksenia. 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 Ksenia, yeah. Big up! <laughs> I'm Neve, Neve McGrath. I'm a sound engineer at Hoots Nanny in Brixton. Let's go again because my mic wasn't on. And <laughs> that's funny because I'm speaking to a sound engineer. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Uh, I'm Neve McGrath. And what do you do? I'm a sound engineer at Hoots Nanny in Brixton. And they definitely wouldn't hire me. <laughs> uh, Everyone makes mistakes. It's all fine. It's all yeah, good. It's so all good. It's fine. Uh, it's my second podcast. Um, it's the end of Hootenanny's. Uh, it's not the end of Hootenanny's. It's the end of Swing and Bass. Yeah. Uh, it's the after party, <laughs> and I uh, just want to know. So, what is like the best? What is like? This is terrible English. Jesus, you can tell I've been having a few rum and cokes. What is the best club night rave festival you've ever been to? Potentially that has made a bigger impact on you. And I think it's important to mention that I've taught it to a lot of people who oh have God, been behind the really scenes. And you're someone who's like behind like the scenes. Behind the scenes. Well, yeah, yeah. And I think that's really, really important. And I think that's what my podcast is about. It's about the people that make this shit happen. And you you are like... Um, Ever been to... Could that just be as like a punter and, and or working as well? Or like... Well, no, the fact that you do sounds... Yeah. What brought you into it? My personal music, well, yeah, my taste. Uh, yeah, like, why, why do you do what you do? Well, because I, well, I do tech. It's kind of funny because I'm a classically trained singer. Oh, okay. Curveball. Um, yeah. Nice. And then I used to do drums and percussion. Sick, yeah. Um, and then I studied music technology because I did a lot of, I did the performance, but then I was like, I kind of want to learn the technology because I can't just go and, perform if yeah, I or if yeah, I or yeah, even yeah, if I did how would I record yeah how would people yeah, hear yeah, my yeah, music yeah, if yeah, I did yeah, want yeah, to do yeah, that yeah, yeah. and then I kind of caught the bug with like production where where how when what this is when I was in sixth form what like, happened so it was I was doing a lot of well I basically got I was either going to do music a level or music tech a level yeah and I kind of saw the side of music tech which I find really appealing, obviously. Why? Because it was it just opened so many different more avenues and it was like I can still continue my So it's the money. You're here for no! the money. <laughs> no, I mean it, it does help. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. It, but as in I can still carry on my musical hobbies, I but see. then it kind of expands yeah. your horizons a little bit yes. and what you can yes. take from yeah. that as so well. I, no, I think it's really important because the thing is there's an industry where there's thousands of jobs but everyone goes for on the stage. And yeah. you saw, you didn't see the other side, you saw both. Yes. So do you still sing? 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. Form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that, so that's cool, because I think I'm similar, and a lot of artists are well, similar, yeah. where they see education as a side project to what they're doing. So they might go, I'm an artist, a rapper, a singer, whatever, and I can just do education to get my bread and butter, but what I really am is the artist. Is that the same with you? Or is it straight behind the scenes? It, 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 it was a bit of like half and half. It's more so because it's just been a bit of like a, the last like six months has been like very full on like with festivals. Mm, mm. And then uh, leaving, well, I did half, I was bar manager here. Oh, okay. And then um, I was doing tech as well. Yeah. And then I did the festivals. So my first one, my first ever working festival yeah. as an engineer was Glastonbury, Wh which is pretty. Which one? Hell, a true stage? No, no, it was no. at B Bimbalin. Bimbalin. Oh yeah, big up the Bimbalin crew. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and then. Shout out to Matty. Yes, yeah. big up Matty. Matty Organ, uh, what a guy. Magic what a guy. Garden. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, and then I did We Out Here with Kyle. Oh yeah. Kyle Blackburn, what a guy, what a guy. Shoot, shoot, um, And then, yeah, and then that just gave me a lot more confidence in like mm. my own abilities, and especially as a woman in this industry as well. It's like okay. actually just back myself and. I yeah, know what man. I'm doing. Yeah, fuck the make yourself indispensable. Kick it down. Boom. Yeah. To the face. Make yourself indispensable. Come on, like you. I'm, I, I'm, I I don't give a flying fuck. I'm just like do what do what you do. Yeah. And if then you happen to be female. Cool. But yeah, that's. and then basically since then, um, I've left the bar job and I'm now just a fully f well sick. solo sound engineer. Like, yeah. Trying sick. to work around and uh, do a bit of like stage management, event management, mm, sound mm, engineering mm, as well. Mm, mm. So, so, so just to home in on the core reason why you do what you do, is that because of... Well, it's just I fucking love music, that's why, basically. So there was no but pinnacle I... moment that when you went, but this is what I'm going to do. I think it came down to, well, I was a drummer. Yeah. I'm a percussionist, so yeah. I love the groove, and then I'm very uh, okay. yeah. picnicky kind of around, like, okay. and then went into Deta production. The detail yeah, and then yeah, in production, the editing, I see. the nice. mixing, nice. I found that so mm, interesting. Mm. And then I think if you have, if you're good at mixing, yeah. then it, yeah. like, even in a studio, yeah, 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 it's yeah, so yeah. transferable yeah, over, it. I mean, it's different, but it's so transferable over to live sound. Yeah. and. If anything, I get quite frustrated if I don't, sound good. If, I, if it's uh, not sounding as good as it should be. Shit. But it might sound fine to everyone else, but I'm like, I can put this to like another level. So funny you should say that, because my drummer is similar to you, and he's a sick drummer, big up Chad. He's doing a degree now in sound engineering. Yeah. And so now he's like, Honing in, homing in on, yeah, what, yeah, on yeah. his monitors and his ears and everything else. Yeah. And my guitarist, big up Fede, it's just like, give me a mix, whatever I play. But I think as you learn more about frequencies, compression, reverb, everything, multi-band limiting. And, and then how also everything. like uh, how bands move on stage and how yeah. like people move around and Mi different they, mics. They might, yeah. yeah, and then like yeah. their, their mixes and then it's like, right, I might want each member will probably want a, they want to hit themselves mm, and then maybe mm. the complementing instrument yeah. and then they'll have like a, a little bit of everyone else yeah. but ultimately you don't probably don't need to do so that because you can make it proper muddy like on yeah. the stage as well so Jesus. it's it's, yeah. it's about kind of listening to what 
I guess, but I'm saying this from what I've learned anyway mm. so far is knowing what they want, yep. take it in moderation and then think mm. about how that will pan out on to the stage audience. itself yeah, yeah, yeah. and then throughout the performance and then I guess to the audience as well. Yeah, and you'll do fucking a million times better because you understand what it's like for a performer stage and what they need yes because i yeah, think yeah. in this country sadly there's not enough good sound engineers and i really think i really passionately believe that there needs to be a lot there needs to be at least two sound engineers at gigs you go oh, to yeah, gigs, i agree with that as fucking, well there's one and you're like the guy has to run or the woman like when i say guy i mean yeah human. i know i know so, i know, yeah, I know. I'm important. <laughs> it's important but like when they say like he he or she would be running on stage plugging in cables then going back to turn the fader up and the audience are like yo I paid money for this yeah and they're like yeah we can't afford a sound engineer so I try and bring a sound engineer to my gig so I got two or but, I'm not saying that this replaces the second year system but have your iPad on you so you're not having to ram- ev- yeah but oh my god we're going a whole another kettle no, 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 of no, fish I know, the I know. Wi-Fi malarkey no, 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 I, know, I know but I know exactly but, yeah. what you mean hey we're bigging up the, the other sound engineer who's on the off ski but yeah um, so my last question yes I want to wrap, wrap it up because this is a great chat but I'm aware that we've gone full full on hardcore nerd on some <laughs> people but no it's cool it's important it needs to be said but um, uh, so this has been you've been doing two years at Hoots and you've seen Swinger Bass but what it's like to be that last Swinger Bass right now so I, I've so it's now what's it like half three quarter to four half four half well, half four in the morning now I've yeah. been here since five o'clock yesterday because you're a legend um, setting everything up outside yeah, yeah. DJ inside people everything. like you make <laughs> this world happen and it's important that everyone knows but I've seen the the preparation the decor being put in like everyone's kind of getting a bit excited the nerves like the, the mm, frantic kind mm. of running it's like around, theater, almost. yeah, like yeah, making yeah. sure everyone gets on yeah, stage on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the thing that really hit me, and it almost actually, it did make me feel quite emotional towards the end, was when uh, you played Mr. Blue Sky and um, My Way yeah. at the end, yeah. and everyone was dancing, and everyone was uh, either Max or you were MCing over and like shouting at the crowd and saying this is the last one, and I feel like. I think maybe because I just know you guys and know Max very well from like working here. It just, I don't know, I think you could really feel like it resonated with everybody that the fact that this is such a um, important and special last show. And I think it was incredible. It was incredible. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. Now you summed that up perfectly. And I love the fact that I'm really crap. I love the fact that I'm crap with words and you put it so eloquently. And I've spoken to lots of people throughout the night and they've put it similar in similar sense to you. And I think from me and Max to everyone else, we don't really... N- I, we don't know the words, but you guys have said it for us. So yeah. thank you. And it's blatant. So you should be very proud of yourself as well. Well, well, big up. <laughs> Swing and bass. Thank you so much for seven years of amazing parties with you love. Big up yourselves. 
So as I'm editing these clips together, I feel that the general vibe of what people are saying is community and party and you know the sound of swinger bass and being original and i i really feel that and i feel like it's something really really special and that we should celebrate um also i just want to say that the hard work and dedication and i can't stress that enough sometimes people feel that they go to an event they get drunk or whatever maybe they don't get drunk <laughs> and then they just go home the things that happen you know, behind the scenes, like getting the whole, you know, promoting the event, doing the artwork, getting the acts together, the work the acts put in, the sound engineers, the whole setup of the building, the infrastructure, the bars, the, you know, the bouncers, the licensing, the ticketing, the decor, you know, half, like the decor as well, I think it's important to mention is you've got to store this stuff somewhere and people got to pay for that. I think all these sorts of things people aren't aware of the effort all the dancers the performers the hosts the compares there's so much that goes in and you know i think it it's so hard like it's so so hard i'm i'm slightly exhausted from it all personally myself in the sense of putting on events like i did under the hill for you know, three years, I did a little farmer at Boomtown for three years, I've put on club nights and I get it, and I think this is a beautiful example of, you know, how to, you know, almost a masterclass of how to put events on, um, so yeah, I hope you like the podcast, I want to say a massive shouts to Max, thank you so much brother for putting on these events, making so many special memories for people, pushing talent to where it belongs there's been thousands of acts come through the ranks through you know the playing people's music for the first time giving people opportunities to dj for the first time or playing a, a band giving people that voice that space to express themselves and doing it in such a polite beautiful way and being such a genuine hero for this scene i couldn't say it on the on the night because you know it was your night it's your mic it's your moment uh so let me take this moment and on behalf of everyone who has stepped through that door to come and see a swing and bass event thank you so much and i hope this podcast expresses that by the people i've spoken to this is not the end swing and bass Thank you so much for seven years of amazing parties with you love. Pick up yourselves. We'd like to play another tune for you, is that okay? But you don't mind, this is an emotional one for us. It's gonna be a nice one. Sway with us people. I've had a few 
Oh, oh, Let the world make some fucking noise for yourselves, all the bastards, security, every motherfucker! 